Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Hey, I'm, I'm just glad that I didn't spend the last four days camping out to watch Texas Tech currently be down 61 to 38 to an unranked sub 500 Big 12 team. How are you? Uh... I was excited coming uh, home from baseball practice tonight. Looking forward to this game. <coughs> um, just getting the kids ready for bed. The game uh, lead continued to grow. It's like, okay, well, we'll get the kids settled and 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 we'll we'll get back into this thing. And like twelve minutes in, you'd scored nine points. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well. When well, five of those came in like two, the last two minutes of that 12, it was, it was four. Texas tech had four points in the first 10 minutes. No, they had six, they had six points, but, uh, only two buckets. So two free throws, two buckets in the first 10 minutes. That was kind of a sign of things to come. It has not gotten better. I don't think, you know, initially I thought, well, Obviously, Warren Washington's out. He's wearing the boot. That's going to affect things, but I don't think it would affect things to this level. Texas just came in and are stronger. They're playing better on defense. They're making better decisions with the basketball. They have something that actually looks like an offense. I don't know what Tech is running, aside from just the drive and dish, drive and dish, drive and dish. There's an effort on defense. <clears throat> on rebounding. I mean, to, to text credit, I mean, they've, they've gotten, they're in the bonus coming out of the under 12. Uh, True. They've got Texas at eight fouls. I'm peeking around the laptop here. Look at the, the iPad here. But <clears throat> when you're 30 minutes into the game and you've scored 38 points, that's, I don't think it's going to work out for you tonight, man. Yeah, 32% shooting overall, Which 21% shooting from three. <laughs> it was true. like 20%. Yes, um, it's actually gone up. Uh, turnovers are low. I mean, only seven turnovers. That, there's things that have gone well, but defensively, it's been a nightmare. Texas Tech has had no answer for Disu. Asmus is playing with one good eye, and he's got 14 points with 11 minutes left, and he's 50% from three. Uh, yeah, uh, you, you know, Weaver is shredding them. 
the Holly D looking kid. Five of his foreheads. Yeah. It's it's um, just a it's just a nightmare. Cunningham's even on the board. He's hit a he's hit a three, couple free throws. Grant used that timeout well. You went from t- down twenty nine to down twenty one. There we go. Hey, that's true. Hey, he drew one up out of the out of the timeout. I th- this feels and we, I'm sh- we'll get to a semblance of a show at some point. I'm sure, but with the game still on, it's going to be a very instant reaction. There's eleven minutes left. Tech is about to be down sixty three to forty, but I just wanted to say this feels a lot like the Texas versus Texas Tech football game to me. It's the last meeting. Kind of got your hopes up thinking, uh, you know, yeah, Tech's a little banged up, but maybe they could do something. Maybe. Well, you were, you were favored. Especially in, in, yeah, well, in the the football game, that's how you felt. And in this game, you felt like, well, Tech's banged up, but still, they should, they should be able to. Because Texas is down. Yeah, they should be able to take this team out. They just got uh, blown out in their last game. Texas did. I believe it was against Kansas. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I guess so So did you. Well, yeah. I mean, to an extent. The Whatever the the difference was at the end of the game uh, in Orlando was only made smaller because EY had a couple of threes at the end. Um, essentially, yeah, with, you lost by 20 on yeah, Saturday. With, with 15,000 of your closest friends there in attendance, <laughs> just kind of felt like, well, this is maybe not a shoe in, but it's going to be very good possibility for tech to win. Uh, but anyway, here we are not only not winning, but getting absolutely demoralized in the process. 63 to 40 still. So luckily no one has scored in the last minute. They've been trading fouls. Looks like Cunningham's about to shoot some free throws. Yeah. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else? What else you got? You want to? I want to talk baseball. Okay, uh, but Let's... hold on. Before that, though, we we missed two things. We didn't celebrate or um, observe our four hundredth episode. So go us. Cheers to us. This is episode four hundred one. We're just we're just too focused, man. We we couldn't even last week. We couldn't look up from TCU. prepping for UCF and from the TCU game and trying to figure out how soon we need to fire the pitching coach. Uh, you know, we just had a lot of, I've got a lot of things. On that. I've got numbies on that for tonight. I'm being very sarcastic by the way, because I don't talk enough baseball. So I, I want people to know that I don't necessarily feel that or not necessarily. I don't think that Josh Gardner should be fired at all. You, you, you don't even have the right name, but it's okay. Oh, I don't. Matt, what is it? Matt, Matt Gardner. Gardner. See, I knew that can't fire a guy you don't know well i mean start something start something show some emotion let's let's do it let's do it let's this is this is where we're at now man get get five head out of there he's all he's he's get him him off of what is he doing i know get him off our guy and cunningham's doing waving oh my gosh that's such a dick He's played, they mentioned tonight, it, 
uh, the last like 30 seconds of outburst was at 10, 16 left. And so, uh, who are you screaming at? Hold on. He's screaming at somebody. Wait, was he screaming at a ref? Hang on. Maybe he got teed up and he doesn't like volume here. (laughs) Sorry. I've I've got the volume up on the, on the iPad now. Yeah. We're going to get sued. Okay. So they're going out of bounds. Oh, oh dude, he, he shoulder checked him into the front row. And then he yeah. like he throws his arms up like, oh, what did I do? What did I do? He yeah. wasn't going for the ball. Oh my god. That dude needed to be ejected. That was He did. That's like that would be uh, that'd be fifteen yards in football. What's the X? still in bounds? Or of Yeah. He was still in bounds, man. When the it's referee, 15 yards. When the referee puts his arms up and crosses him like that, what, what, what is that call? This. Uh, a flagrant. Okay, it's so flagrant, immediately called for a flagrant. Maybe they're determining if it's a one or a two. This is, I'm, I'm a basketball savant. I can't even tell you what the calls are. There's my boy, D- David Hoagland. Sorry. I forget how flagrant twos work. I think it's similar to a technical. Um, yeah, oh he, my oh, gosh, he just completely decked Williams. No wonder Williams bowed back up. Absolutely. Jeez, man. What a dirty player. Gosh, he's so and easy he, did, and he never even acknowledged Williams. Never looked at him. No, he was looking at the ref wondering how he got a foul call. That's what he was focused on. And then he was pumping up the crowd. Like, what a... Yeah, antagonizing the crowd afterwards. This is his 130... I can't even say it. 141st basketball game as a player. Oh. Oh. Fans getting ejected. He's carried out. Wow. What was he doing? I don't know. Oh, he's close to the Texas bench. He wasn't having it. With something. <laughs> oh, this is great. I mean, great that we have some, some fire, but you're down 25 with 10 to go. <laughs> yeah. I love all the like the grins and smirks on, on on the Texas bench. And this this little grad assistant, walk on, whoever it is in the background, he's like, he's egg and Cunningham on. Like, you're okay, dude. You did a good thing. You're awesome. <laughs> We suck your dick after this game some more. <laughs> Golly, I hate guys like that on the, on the end of the bench. Like, you are nothing. You are nobody. Well, we still don't know what's happened. Or I don't. No, I haven't said anything yet. They quit taking a look at the replay, at least. So some decision, some okay. consensus has been made. So, I mean, according to stat broadcast, they, they're going to tee up tech for what? Oh, he's gone. He's been ejected. So Cunningham's gone. So that probably means it's a flagrant too. Oh, and then, and then there's a, a tech against administrative technical foul against tech for throwing debris onto the court. Oh, 
Maybe that's what got the gentleman escorted. <laughs> Carried out. <laughs> Carried. Oh, there's like a mini liquor bottle. There's all sorts of stuff on the court. Okay. Way to go, guys. Good good job, fans. So, so glad you were there for, for all that. That's that's helpful. Shut up, Fran. For- you're you're useless piece of shit who hasn't done anything for 20 years. Shut up. I he's, like Fran. He's telling, How dare you? He's telling McCaslin what to do. Man. Well, McCaslin's doing it. He's making an announcement, looks like, telling people to stop acting like children and throwing crap on the court. Yeah, but like... Frischilla was just a shill for whoever whoever's winning the game right then. Like he's he's such a I don't like I him. like Fran. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm picking up on that. I think Fran's a great ambassador for Big Twelve basketball. This is nuts, man. Yeah. There has been no basketball played in like five minutes. The 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 table where where the TV broadcasters sit is still like askew. <laughs> like yeah, Cunningham checked Williams into that table so hard. Like absolutely, Williams was just kind of jogging that way, and then all of a sudden you see him fly onto the corner of that scorer's table and into the into some guy's lap. I was obvious as could be. I'm glad they booted him. All right, I'm going to turn this back down before Frischilla says something else that's going to fire me up because I couldn't care less what he has to say right now. So according to stat broadcast, it's, it's like we thought um, Cunningham was given a flagrant two, which means he's automatically ejected. And then there will be two free throws coming after this. And it looks like I guess they're going to shoot the technical free throw first because it looks like there's a Texas player going to the line, which makes sense. So Asmus makes the first free throw. Tex only down 26. <laughs> and drains the second. I, <clears throat> I just... Uh, our fans, they kill me sometimes. Because the refs got the right call, and then they still threw crap on the floor anyway. Because they didn't. Well, they were they throwing crap. They at didn't Texas. allow it. They were, yeah. They, they were. Well, that's not great either, <laughs> especially when one of them's like a hotel vodka bottle. Well, that little thing's not going to hurt anybody. I know, but they snuck it in. in the that little bar. guy. Don't worry about that little guy. It's just some empty crystal palace just waiting there. Now, if only this were a close game and this wouldn't meant anything. Oh, if it was a close game, I think fans would have possibly come out of the stands at that point. But yeah, it's it's not a close game. Down 22 with less than 10 minutes to go. Although Kerwin did make a sweet three. But props to D5 for going after a rebound. And Tex, uh, you know, they're minus eight in the rebound margin, which is 
better than I thought it would be, but also still not good. Uh, points in the paint is almost the same. It's just Texas has been able to hit their outside shots. Uh, 26 to 22 for Tech on points in the paint. So it's, yeah, it's just defense and not being able to defend the basket as, as well, despite the points in the paints kind of not being as skewed as I thought it would be. So should we, should we talk some baseball <laughs> before all this madness happened? Yeah. Cause there's, there's, there's not, not much else that's going to happen over here uh, as this game continues to go on. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, one, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll be like the weatherman who keeps an eye on the storm over in Dimmit. Yeah, just kind of, we know um, it's there. It's brewing. Um, the other thing, uh, also something that passed, came and went yesterday, National Pete Weber Day. Michael, do you remember who Pete Weber is? Once I click that video, I did. Hold on, I, I I do this every time, and I need to get I need to get the audio, get the audio synced up right. Let's go sound. Who do you think you are? I am. You know what the best part about that is, Michael? Every single thing. He's but, screaming. But what were you going to say? He's screaming to no at, one. A, at a kid. Oh, is he really? I he's, thought he was just like. He's yelling at like a young fan that was like heckling him earlier. This dude's like <laughs> 65. Who do you think you are? I am. That's screaming right. Screaming at like a 12 year old boy. Come at me, bro. Anyways. Did that kid went on to beat him in the. PBA tour to, hey, I don't know. That's not yeah. true. Anyways, that, so that happened. Uh, I just saw it, but it was like 20 years ago. Not even 12 years ago. I was like, I don't think it was that long ago, but yeah. you know, February, I'm, I am at that point where 20 years ago doesn't feel that long ago. I am there. February 26, 20, whatever it was. So yeah, that happened. Um, let's do baseball first. Uh, we've been doing 18 okay. minutes of, of basketball. Uh, and a little bit of Pete Weber. Uh, let's do baseball. I'm no, I'm not gonna hit the button. We're, we're just gonna. I thought you were gonna roll. play the intro. Okay, I, I was, no, let's I was do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let's okay. Do it. All right. Let's do it. Left field, well struck. Desloni picks it up on a bounce. He's racing for second throw. Out in second.
right, Michael, packing for Omaha, yes or no, after this weekend's 68 runs. What you think? I thought it was gratuitous. I <laughs> thought it was a little excessive. Like Brock Cunningham? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Like Fran I Fraschilla? Mean, I, don't, I don't think Texas Tech intentionally through the, the great folks from Texas Southern into the scoring table, but but they did nonetheless. I just don't think there was intent there. Yeah, and and people will, will question like why Tadlock schedules these types of games. Um one of the, the greatest defenses is like, well, you you typically do have a number of softer opponents and it builds up into conference play. Well, Michael Conference play starts next weekend. Yeah. You have two. Yeah, it's here. You have two home series. You don't have a midweek this week. So you had the three games this past weekend. You got three games coming up this upcoming weekend. And then it's conference play. Yes. And the first five games were against quality opponents. I'm not going to pretend I know that much about UT Arlington's baseball program, but. They are considerably better than, better than Texas Southern. Absolutely. I'm just, that, that's kind of what I was getting at. I just know that they are, they're not a Dallas Baptist or something, but they are a, a very decent program. And so getting to play five, you know, four of them from the power five and then UTA on top of it, getting to play those games to open the season, that's a, a very worthy test. And it's just like any other, uh, you know, any other sport, the non-con, some of them are going to be not as difficult as as some of the yeah. other teams. Tech will play further down the road. But that said, it still was just, I was listening at work for a little bit and I, I think it was 20 to three or something. And I thought, okay, that's all I can do. Yeah, well, so you need innings and you need you need time for everybody to get some 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 time in. Um you did that. You did that this weekend. <laughs> so you you outscore t- the Tigers of Texas Southern 68 to 5 9 14. 68 to 14. Do you wish you'd given up fewer runs in 14 to a team like Texas Southern? Yes. But um, Texas Southern scored one in the top of the first in that first game on a triple. So you walked the first batter, leadoff batter of the game of the series. You walk him. Two batters later, he scores on a triple. When they score again, you are up... 22 to one, 18 to one. So it is like the game is well already over before they score again, 18 to one. So they score. Sure. I think it's 22 to one, six. They don't score again until the sixth inning, six. That's 18, 22. You're right. Okay. I can't do math. 22 to one. Yeah. Before Texas. That one I tapped out. Okay. So yeah, you give up four runs in the sixth. Um, and Hudson Luce was 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 the pitcher there. 
You hate to see it, but it happens. The game's in hand. You lose focus a little bit, whatever. Saturday. Now you've, you've put up a bunch of runs before you did. You, so you set the school record for a single run, sorry, school record for single game runs scored. Okay. You reset it from like 97, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was a interesting tidbit. So that was 30 runs, right? Yeah. I believe. And Ryan Hyatt pulled out his scorecard from when he called that game and posted that online. Just like had that handy. Nice. I thought that was pretty crazy to have a piece of paper from 97. Just like, oh yeah, by the way, here's what that day looked like. And this day was even crazier than that one. So I'm going to be honest. Here's my scorebook, right? Oh, you actually, wow. It's a lot of ink. I am not likely to have this book in 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Just go ahead and put that out there. Um, So yeah, so on the Texas Tech page here, can you see that, Michael? Can you see all the ink? I can. Yes, I do. It's a lot of ink. That So every box that's colored in is a run scored. <laughs> um, typically, which like, and, and well, here, let, let me go back and find a normal type game. Get a rebound. And some of these are going to look a little bit more full because I use the very far end columns to do the post game like, um, you know, the player went over four or one for four, whatever. Let's, let's find a game. Okay. So here's one, here's a game. This is the, from the Nebraska game and this is Nebraska side, right? Like it's, it's not that bad. There's, there, there's space here, columns here, or boxes that are left empty for guys that never made it to the plate in that inning. But then we fast forward ahead The big gaps you see here where there are guys that didn't come to the plate are from when the inning crossed over into two columns. When they batted around and it took me a second column to finish the inning. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so that was Friday. You win Friday. Kyle Robinson goes five innings, gives up one hit, one run. Like I said, it was uh, the walk, then, then the triple, two batters later. Three walks, eight Ks. Um, you finished out with Hudson Loose, Trinan Parrish, Tabor Fast. Tabor Fast finally gets on the on the mound. I say finally. He pitched uh, against Oregon State for an inning. He went one more inning against Texas Southern. So he's got two innings so far this year. Um, Saturday. Well, sorry. Going back. When they scored 30 runs uh, from 97, the next game, they lost. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. Was it the same series? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's even worse. Okay. So Texas Tech comes back the next day, 20 to four. There's no letdown here. Um, no. The letdown was Texas Southern scored first again, gave up a leadoff home run. <laughs> oh. Um, and it was the same batter. Yeah. Castillo. He walked like he was the same leadoff batter for both games. He walked in game one, hits a home run in game two. Um, the third batter, their DH, Lazo, again, in his in his first plate appearance, he doesn't hit a triple, he hits a double. He ends up coming around to score. So there's your two runs in the first inning. Um, and then 
the guy, the leadoff batter in the second inning gets on base, hits a single, ends up coming around to score. Um, so they get up to a three nothing lead, Michael. And then you score 11 unanswered. So by the time they score again in the sixth, it's gone from three nothing to 11 to three. They only score one more time. They score one in the sixth. But you add on nine more. So Zane Petty's your starter. He goes three and two thirds, six hits, but three runs, all three of them earned. Ryan Free comes in for three and a third. So they combine those two for seven innings. Um, Free gives up two hits, a run, and it was earned, two walks and a strikeout. So seven innings, eight hits, four runs, all earned. Um, Sunday, come back. Jack Washburn uh, in his second start of the season, I gushed about him last weekend, comes out, has not the best start. He goes four and a third, six hits, four runs, all four are earned, three walks, but eight strikeouts. Now, what happened, again, uh, well, no, when... Texas Southern scored first, but they didn't score until the third inning. Um, They scored two. They hit back-to-back solo home runs. There's a little bit of uh, wheels falling off, and then Jack Washburn steadied the ship. He gave it those back-to-back home runs, then a single, then a walk. Then he strikes out the next four. He's like, nah, guys, I got this. Don't you worry. Um, Then to start the fifth, though, Single, double, ground out, walk, single, sacrifice bunt. Um, Well, sorry, that walk was his last batter he faced. Um, Don't look now, Michael, but Texas Tech is down by only 15. Yes. No, I've been been keeping an eye on it. Like I said, that that storm's moving across the, the South Plains. Um, looks like it's, looks like it's hit Whit Harrell and it's heading this way. I'm keeping an eye on it. Somebody grab. Thank you. Um, get a rebound. There you go. Okay. So what, what I like about this game that you, the, the baseball game, three pitchers, not six, not seven or nine, three. That, that's kind of mm-hmm. feels like a normal number to me. That, that feels good. I like three. Yeah, you went four on Friday, four on Saturday, three on Sunday. And, and of um, those three, Josh Sanders pitched four pitches. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he went two-thirds of an inning on four pitches. Yeah, I just, I'm just saying I like to see game three of a series not have to go crazy into the bullpen. And, of course, you know, consider the opponent, but I, I, I do appreciate that. Whereas if you look at the game against Oregon State, you pitched two, yeah. four, six, eight guys. Eight. So you finish the game, you finish the series out, 16 to five, you run rule them. Um, you score three in the third, four in the fourth, seven in the fifth. Um, you get up by 10. They score one in the sixth. You're like, no, 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 guys, we're, we're, we're trying to end this game. You scored two more in the, in the sixth to get back up by more than 10. And then you hold them scoreless in the seventh to end it. Um, 
So you run rule them on, on sa- Sunday to, to wrap up the series 68 to whatever, 14. Um, Michael, you were talking about fire gardener. Here's, here's, here's what's interesting about all that. Last season we were like, we should fire Gardner because the bullpen is atrocious. Can I tell you that the bullpen is not atrocious this year? Okay. Would you I'm, believe I'm me? I'm listening. It's definitely by committee so far. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of bulls in that pen. Um, yeah. So hold on. Let me make sure I get this math right. Uh, walks plus hits divided by innings pitched. No, what are you doing to me? Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to do um, some Excel math. Hits plus walks. Yeah, okay, there we go. I was trying to finish up the the stat sheet I was working on. Okay, your starting pitchers have been so far this season, Kyle Robinson, Jack Washburn, Brady Trumbello, who I've heard may have be having um, some kind of medical issue. So if that's hmm. the case, prayers up to that young man that he can recover quickly. Um, heard it may be serious, but we don't know the extent. Um, Zane Petty, Jacob Rogers. Rogers is the outsider or the, um, the exception here. Um, he has gone two and two thirds innings. He's the shortest starter and he, he got rocked in his start. Um, but if you would include Jacob Rogers numbers, which, which I will for now, I'll say you are starting pitchers so far through uh, what is that? Six, eight games through eight games have thrown 29 and one third innings. So they're averaging about four innings a start. It's not good. Mm. Yeah. They have given up 33 hits, 24 runs, 22 of those were earned. 17 walks to 35 strikeouts. The two to one is not bad. You'd want to see that a little bit higher. Um, eight doubles, one triple, four home runs. Opponents are batting 277 against your starting pitchers and a combined ERA of 675. A whip of 1.7. So almost two guys per inning are getting on base. So I said Rogers had a, a, a hand in, in those numbers being kind of out of hand. If you take him out, your opponent batting average drops down to 262, so 15 points. Um, your ERA drops from 675 to 506, and your whip goes from 1.7 to 1.5. Better, but your starting pitching so far this season, ERA of greater than five a whip of 1.5 and opponents batting are greater than 250 against you. It's not great, Bob. Your bullpen 
However, okay, they've thrown for 32 and two thirds innings. So they've thrown more innings than your starters. Just barely though, right? Uh, by four combined innings. So oh, never mind. Four, okay. four innings over whatever. But that means that your bullpen is throwing more innings than your starters. Like, obviously, that's what, those, that's what math means. But your starters should be getting at least halfway through the game. And right now they're not. Um, they've given up 32 hits combined. Um, but over 32 innings, your starters have given up 33 hits over 29 innings. 11 runs as compared to your starters giving up 24. Um, they have a greater than five to one strikeout to walk ratio. Your, your starting pitchers are, are two to one. Your bullpen is five to one. 36 strikeouts to seven walks. Six doubles, one triple, no home runs. They fat, they faced more batters and they're more innings. Um, opponents are hitting 250 off of your bullpen. So not great, but still better. ERA, Michael, 2.75. And a whip of pretty, pretty darn low. Yeah. Whip of 1.19. So just more than one batter per inning getting on base. It's not your bullpen. It's your starters. So we're second half baseball team, which may be why defensively, why your starters are going not as many innings because your, your strength is actually in your, what are you doing? Pop that. (laughs) I don't know. He almost traveled to shoot a bad three. Somehow he has 15 points. Um, I think he's, he's made some layups the second half. they, They haven't all been blocked out of the gym like they were the first half. Yeah. Now, to be fair, to the the bullpen, and, or, or maybe the starters too, um, this is every this is Ryan Free, Josh. Or, this is everybody except for four guys. I don't have Hudson Parker, Parker Hytera, Hudson Loose, and Isaiah Rhodes. I just talked about how um, how Loose had given up a, 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 a few runs in the game against Texas Southern. But if you look at the bullpen, you've got. Uh, you've got two guys right now that have been like your, your turners that have been like, obviously the guys that you're going to go to Ryan free, Josh Sanders, Ryan free has thrown six innings, given up four hits, one run. It was earned two walks, four strikeouts. Opponents are batting 200 against him. ERA of 1.5 and a whip of one. Josh Sanders, five and a third innings pitched three hits two runs, only one earned, one walk, six strikeouts. Opponents are batting 167 against him, 1.69 ERA, a whip of 0.75. You like those numbers. Guys that you were on on the team last year that for whatever reason um, just aren't getting the same innings, Derek Bridges, Brendan Lysick. Bridges has thrown only one point, one inning, one and two thirds of an inning. He's recorded five outs, two hits, two runs, two earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Opponents are batting 290. Bridges has an ERA of 10.8 and a whip of 2.4. 
Now, this is a inflation by small sample size, right? An inning and two thirds. Um, well, sure. But if this is what you're going to get from him, you need to, you need to you fix those. Brennan Lysick, one in a third. So he's gotten four outs, two hits, two runs, two earned, one walk. Three of his four outs have been strikeouts. Whereas three of Bridges' five have been strikeouts. Opponents are batting 182 against Lysick. ERA of 13.5, which is just the difference in basically the one out versus the, sorry, yeah, the one out between them, and a whip of 2.3. Trenton Parrish has only gotten three innings. Max Huffling, the ACU transfer, has only gotten three innings so far. Uh, both of them have given up four and six hits combined, but only one run apiece. Huffling has seven strikeouts. So of his nine outs he's recorded, seven have been strikeouts. Opponents are batting 400 against Huffling, uh, ERA of three. Trinidad Parrish, batting average 333, ERA of three. Um, Matt Hoyer is your, he's tied for the lead in innings pit. No, he's tied for second innings pitched with Josh Sanders at five and a third. Um, <clears throat> Hoyer's a freshman, the, the big freshman, eight hits, two runs, two earned, no walks, four strikeouts. Um, lost my spot. I was looking at the basketball game. Opponents are hitting 381. ERA of 338, whip of 1.5. So, your bullpen's not all that bad this year. It's your starting pitching. And we've said, like, how good Robinson and Washburn uh, and Petty have looked in stretches, even Trumbello in, in his first game. So, is this kind of a reverse of last year so far, like you said? Yeah, a little bit. Small sample size, but so far a little bit of a, of a reverse. Yeah. Inverse, I guess I should say. And I would expect the starting pitching to settle down too. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I want to talk about, I think, is is what's probably catching people's attention. Um, Gavin Cash did not play or start for two games this this weekend. I don't know why. Maybe it. Maybe it's uh, Tadlock trying to make trying to give him a a look from the bench and trying to resettle after his start. Um, because coming into the weekend, uh, well, the weekend, um, I can't give you what it was before this week because he did. Like I said, he did did play on Saturday, and how'd he do on Saturday? Cash went two for five on Saturday, so not not terrible, not bad. Um, scored two runs, drove in two. On the season, Ga- uh, Gavin Cash is hitting 185. It's not good. He's had a no. terrible start to his season. Um, four runs, five hits. <laughs> two of those hits have been home runs, though. <laughs> um, seven RBI, 11 total bases. 
So you got to see a little bit of Landon Stripling come in uh, and start two of those three games this weekend at first base. Um, Stripling, still early in the season with um, 15 plate appearances to Gavin Cash's 27, so about half. Stripling is batting 533. He scored five runs. He has eight hits. So he has more hits than, than Cash does and, and half as many at-bats. Um, he's tied him in home runs, tied him in RBI, and more total bases. So we know what Cash has, but the young true freshman who, who may be getting some playing time while Cash may be trying to figure something out, he's, he's going to make Cash really, really work hard to get back in the lineup. That's good. Competition is welcome and healthy. Okay, so I glanced back over the game for a second. What, what is the rule on, on hanging on the rim? I think supposedly if there's a chance you could f- hurt yourself if you let go or someone beneath you, you can hang on to it. Why didn't you just shoot that, Pop? You're Are, under the basket. Just, is Sue wearing number one? Oh, uh, let me confirm. Whoever number one is for the Longhorns, yes, had that yes. had that dunk that when, when broke the the pressure there in the half court defense. Oh, that's a that's an ugly shot. Why why would you do us like that? Ooh. ESPN, come on, guys. Yeah, they just if, they, they showed, showed the, the empty arena. Yeah, well, the the lack of crowd right now. Um, but in, okay, so, in the fans' defense, you know, Tech is not been in this game since about five minutes into it starting and is currently down 8165 with 41 seconds left. Anyways, so Dassu with no one around him dunks the ball and then one handed does like a 270 on the rim before he decides to let let go and come down. I was like, well, I, I, I get there's a minute to go, but like yeah. you're there to enforce the rules. I think that also, you know, people are people are leaving early before the the smoke hits. I'm not trying to make light of this. I just saw that the National Weather Service, uh, you know, there's a lot of fires up north around Pampa and other parts of Texas up our neighbors up to the north and apparently that cold front is bringing the smoke here and visibility could be pretty rough for the ne- for 30 minutes or so, I think is what they said. Goodness. I haven't looked outside, so I don't know. Anyways, so. Um, this weekend, so you set the single game run record. I believe you set the three game series run record at 68. Hard to imagine you didn't since you scored 36 more runs over two games. Um, we talked about the stats so far. Offensively, um, there are some surprises. I, I would say, like Damian Bravo is leading your team in, in, in batting average as an everyday starter. Like he's started all eight games uh, and been your left fielder, batting five thirty one, uh, leads the team uh, for those that, that have all eligible um, 
stats. Acemus, what the heck are you doing, man? He just took a three from the logo. Why not? <laughs> they well, they that- talked to... They talked a lot of the first 10 minutes about how, how much of a slump he's been in. Well, he ended with 18 points tonight. <laughs> so I think I think he's cured. We're okay now. Happy for him. So Texas Tech, final score, loses 81-69 to 69 at home in front of a sold-out United Supermarkets Arena. And... They were never in it. I think that's kind of fair to say. There was one, you know what? Let me go back to the scoring because in the first period, you weren't, you weren't within 12 except for uh, when they went down 12 the first time. Well, after, after tech did, did chose not to score for the first 10 minutes, they did come roaring back a little bit. Was a conscious decision. 14, 17. No, actually, no, I'm wrong. It, it was just, it's pretty much been over since it was six to four with 1630 left. I don't think they got closer. And with that, back to you. Amy and Bravo. <laughs> Leading the team in OPS, 1465, um, 531 from the plate, slugging 875 with only one home run, eight doubles, one home run. So dude is just getting on base. Um, 17 hits and 32 at-bats. Uh, Austin Green, TJ Pompey, true freshman uh, shortstop TJ Pompey, he started and played in all eight games. Um, he's batting 441. Owen Washburn uh, has started and played in and started seven games, 423. Kevin Bazell hitting 400. Gage Harrelson uh, feels a little bit more, more up and down, but he's batting 333 right now. Um, Cade McGee, unfortunately, his batting average is 238, but it feels like he's he's been really productive. His on-base percentage, Michael, it's 500. <laughs> he has, hold on, where is Dude it? Dude just gets on the bag, man. He has nine walks and four hit by pitches. So he's been put on, ba- on base 13 times. Who was it last year that was got on base a lot, or, or the last couple seasons, getting hit? Uh, wasn't, was last year, I think it would have been... Um, your it's left effective. Fielder, your left fielder, who was the transfer from Wofford. What was what's his name? Oh man, I couldn't tell you. Why am I? I just remember that happened. That he had like some Go back almost a book. record. It was it was a pretty good stat. And it's a pretty effective strategy if you've got the gumption to to take it. Twenty three. Here we go. Hester Nolan Hester. Anywho's. Um, Tracer Lopez also having a little bit of a, a, a slump to start the season, batting 154, but he's played and then started all eight games at second base. Um, has shown some power. He almost got, oh, he, he had one home run in Arlington, almost had another one. Um, 
on base of 378, slugging 346. Whereas, like I said, Cade McGee is on base 500. Um, guys that have, have also played quite a bit that you've seen, uh, like I said, Landon Stripling, Dylan, Dylan Maxey, uh, Davis Rivers has been in a couple games. Drew Woodcox has six games under his belt. Sorry, four games under his belt. Um, Trevor Sanders has made it into three games. Will Burns has made it into three games. Garrett Bames made it into one. That was over a Friday night game. So offensively, the entire team misses everybody, including Cash and Lopez. You're batting 376. Um, you've hit 14 home runs so far. You've scored 104 runs. Um, which whatever that math is, so you're averaging more than 12 runs a game right now. Um, giving up five. So that that will continue. That that streak will continue because you're you're uh, hosting Gardner Webb this weekend. Not a great baseball team. Uh, will undoubtedly hurt your your RPI, but whatever. Like you said, you need games. The next week you get. One against New Mexico, and then you're back home for Texas Friday, Saturday, Sunday, March 8th, 9th, and 10th. A, a little bit of baseball that, that we've talked about, Michael, or that you've seen. Are there any, any standouts or surprises? It's okay if you haven't. You've been, you've been all, all in basketball right now. I, I, have, I have been all in basketball. I haven't gotten to watch a baseball game yet. So... It's, I've listened. I've listened to good chunks of two or three of them, but uh, you know, I, I would say my biggest surprise is is a negative one is the starting pitching mm-hmm. and Cash's uh, struggles at the plate. Those are those are my biggest surprises. But and I hate to be the negative guy, so uh, not not like a certain player or anything. And oh, actually, you know what the the kid that came in relief. In the first game. Hold up. Let me get it for you. It's a good thing about this book. Um, I liked his intensity. I was, I, I really appreciated the heck out of that. <laughs> well, which one? Uh, so Robinson started, then you got Bridges, Rhodes, Lysick, Sanders, Rogers, Parker. Oh gosh. You sure I it was the first game? Which one? I think so. He's a really animated guy. Maybe, no, maybe it was against Nebraska or something. No, I think you're thinking of Mac Hoyer. That makes sense. Who was the the big guy, the freshman, though? Unless you mean uh, Huffling on Sunday versus Oregon. I think, so Huffling threw three innings on, on that first opening weekend Sunday. Six hits, but seven strikeouts. And he was super emotional and... Um, I, I don't think Hoyer was, was that over the top. So maybe you're thinking about Hufflink. Your, your brother from, from Abilene. Oh, what school did he go to? He <laughs> went to ACU. Oh, he's a wildcat. I, th- I didn't know if you meant high school. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't know where he's actually from. Anyways. So for me, 
Um, yeah, I, I'd probably agree with you on the starting pitching, like that, that, that's a, a surprise and the negative, but then like the, the emergence of Damian Bravo, um, and TJ Pompey, um, both defensively and offensively, right? Like they, they've started and played in all eight games so far. Um, and they're both hitting over 400, um, I mean, Bravo's over 500. Green is, has been like just a do it all. Like he's he's been DH. He's been out in right field. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. I um, I may be going to a game or two this weekend. We'll we'll see how how it works out if we can get a. Get the family out there. I, I, I have tickets. Good deal. From our, our, our sponsorship dollars. We'll fund me a ticket every now and then. Um, so maybe going on Friday, I think. But anything else on, on, on basketball, Michael? I, I, I feel like we, we kind of probably a little over the top with uh, instant reaction <laughs> as it was happening yeah. or our, our, our criticisms of uh, a friend for or the, the bench coaches or whoever that guy was that was all hyping up Brock Cunningham after he had a flagrant two and got ejected for it. You know, I, I, the only comments I had were tech has, even with this roster two winnable games on the schedule, but they're on the road. And so that's going to be problematic. They're at nine and 19 West Virginia on Saturday. Uh, of course, West Virginia is a team that you can't count out. They keep beating people. They only lost by four on the road against K-State yesterday. And then Tech will go to Stillwater next Tuesday. So you'll get to f- suffer through another instant reac- reaction pod, those of you listening. But it's a, the game's at seven, so there won't be as much left when we hit record. So anyway, Oklahoma State, four and ten in conference. Uh, they just lost a close one to OU. You can't overlook anybody in this league, especially on the road. But those are some good games to end on before hosting Baylor for the final uh, regular season game of the year on the ninth. So I, I'm, I'm not losing hope at all on the NCAA tournament chances. I think that's still there. And something I wanted to bring up, something we haven't talked about at all this year yet, but it's just now relevant. So preseason, Spencer and I made predictions based off of projected win totals that were handed down. And Tech has hit the over on projected win totals for the season. They had a projection of 18.8. Mm-hmm. And they have won 19. Spencer took the over. I took the under on that. And then conference win totals, which still games to be played. 9.4 wins to 8.6 losses. And as of tonight, they are 8 and 7. So they're kind of where we thought they would be. Possibly higher than we thought they would be. My mantra this whole time going into this season was I just want them to finish in the top half of the league. And they're right there. So let's all remember we said those things (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, you were uh, <laughs> a while back and, and seemed pretty, I seemed pretty happy with myself. You know, if, if tech just finishes in that top half, that's about the best we can ask for this season. Like I, I don't, and I, we're there. <laughs> I don't want to like reset expectations and then look back and say this season was a, a, a disappointment or a failure. You were at one point tied for first in the conference and it wasn't like, Oh, you're one to know you're tied for first. Um, you've, you've been around the, the top third, three, four teams in the conference, uh, a couple of times, which is a surprise, right? Especially when, when you were picked to finish about 900, 900, about 500. <laughs> um, I was looking at the That's nine. That's really ends. good. <laughs> um, and you may finish right there at nine and nine, which is, I would say acceptable. Like that, that type of resume a blind resume would probably get you into the NCAA tournament, which we said was going to be a success in McCaslin's first year, given that the roster coming together, we had so many questions and we still do, right? Like, um, like if it wasn't for Warren Washington, like where would we be? Well, I think we're seeing it. Well, <laughs> and you know, Cambridge being out. Yeah. And after two games or if it was even that, and then the, the up and down uh, performance that you've gotten yeah. from your, your guards. Yes. Um, no depth with your big men. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, if you look at preseason, and, and we said, like, I, I took the over at 18 and 10, which is 19 and 10, basically. Um, you're there. You've got a couple more shots to get, you know, to, to 20 wins. Uh, to get to 10 conference wins, I think is doable. Um, you may need Warren Washington back and healthy again. Um, you may need some some heroics from your guards, at least some, some consistency. Um, if we can figure out how to just not go eight minutes without scoring a point, like I, I understand teams go on runs, but like if it could be like a 22 to six run instead of a 18 to two, I guess that's, that's, that's that negative though. (laughs) It's still pretty bad, but like it's the same. You end up at the exact same spot. That was was bad math. Okay. You can go on an 18 two run and also go on a 22, six run in the same stretch. Yeah, you could. Um, <laughs> my, my point is, like, if, if get if, a stop, if, how, if, about, how about get a get stop? Get a stop, or just just sprinkling some more points, man. Like, I don't. I can simultaneously appreciate and absolutely hate that this team can fight back from so many points down. You were down by 30 and finished this game down by 12. Let's not, let's not get that down by 30. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's like level out some of these ways a little bit. Let's not go on such long scoring draws. Let's not have to fight back from 10 or 12 points down late to, to, to win some of these games. Yeah. Don't, like, don't go into halftime doubled up. Yeah. Like, okay, good. You've shown, you've shown us that, that you can do it. That that that's admirable. That it's possible, but also let's, let's let's not let's not make it necessary. 
And I'm not saying you like you win every game. Like that's, that's not what I'm saying. Like, well, if you score more points, you're going to win every game. I, I understand. Like you can still have the same record, but I'd feel a lot better about it. Or I'd be bitching about something completely different. Let's be honest. <laughs> you can't finish close games. There's no, no killer <laughs> instinct. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I'd find something else. Got to keep your foot on their throats. Let's, let's be honest here. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. We would. That's how it works. But anyways, that was all I had. That was my little pep talk of okay. expectations versus results versus couple of winnable games, despite them being road games coming up. And hey, just real quick, would love to see a Lady Raider win tomorrow. It's been a while, guys. They, they, they have lost seven in a row. Uh, they're currently five and 11 in Big 12 Conference. They're 12th out of 14 including a pretty bad loss to the 14th place team. So cheer on the Lady Raiders tomorrow at TCU, 6.30 p.m. Got to break the streak and and try to finish strong on these last two games. Yeah, for sure. That's it for me for basketball. I'm, I'm, I'm basketballed out. It's, it's round ball. Round ball rocked my way out of here. Yeah. Let's... Well, baseball season man that's true that's let's uh wrap this thing up with what we learned and then uh get you out of here what do you say works for me what do we learn palmer i don't know sir i don't know either all right uh i just got the uh the alert from the wife bad bad fires i guess mainly canadian fire declarations issued for 60 counties oh my gosh <clears throat> wind switch from the west to the north now we can really smell the smoke air quality's gonna be very bad I worry about our oldest who has breathing issues so that's something to be thinking about absolutely yeah um I made carne guisada tonight for dinner and it was fan freaking tastic <laughs> if I do say so myself um little chuck roast cubed up browned in a pot and then made little the the stew and then stewed it for a couple hours had that right before baseball practice Grayson had his first baseball practice tonight um team's got a long way to go <laughs> just put it that way the the positive uh one of his really good friends from school ended up transferring schools couple years ago is on this team. So he's really excited about that. Oh, that's great. But he's, yeah. he's, he's really good. Um, a couple other players from our, our, our former team that we really like to play with are on this team. Um, it feels like maybe there isn't like the top end talent that I've had on other teams, but also like the bottom is a lot higher than it has been on other teams. So like, it's a pretty consistently decent team, um, which is saying something, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, Grayson said he had a sore leg, like he slept on it wrong. And like, he was, I don't know, he was hobbling around all practice. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, this is your first practice. And this is the impression you're giving your coaches. It looks like you're not trying um, you're just loafing around. I was like, dude, 
you're better than than some kids on this team, but like if you continue to play like this, you will sit the bench. Which means <laughs> nothing to him. He's never had to sit the bench because they've played everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> he's he's like, I'll believe it when I see it pops. It's like that's what he that's trust what he tells me, you. they will play nine kids. And if you're kid number ten, you will get to watch the game. Um it's, anyways, it's, it's cool. It's cool, pops. But that was just just practice number one. Um and supposedly his, his leg was sore. I don't know if he slept on it wrong or growing pains or something. But um, so yeah, little league baseball started up in earnest for us. We got practice again on Thursday and Saturday, and games coming out of spring break. So we're hitting hard in Carnegie If you've got a couple hours, well, <clears throat> the prep time probably took me about thirty minutes. But then the, the cook time was about two hours. Granted, an hour and a half of it was it doing its own thing on, on the stove on, on simmer. So if you ever want to, you, you ever, you know, if you find yourself ordering carne gasada at the restaurant, I'm like, man, I, I like that. It's not really all that hard to make. You do it yourself. It's pretty good. I will have to remember that. Meat Church has a great recipe. <laughs> Oh, they do for everything. Just about everything. All right. You got anything, Michael? I, Van, I've I'm learned all you, could you be can the, learn. This could be the first time I've ever just absolutely blanked and had, had nothing. I, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I didn't learn anything. I am, I, I have no words. So thank you, everyone. I do think I smell smoke right now. I hope I'm, I don't think I'm making it up though. Yeah. Do you smell smoke? I don't know if it's my, it could be like, it could be a placebo effect or I don't have a good word for that, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone, someone's like, uh, my leg hurts. And then you start thinking, yeah, maybe my leg hurts too. It's like, yeah. Been, I, I been think reading I about the smoke rolling too. in. Yeah, I've been reading the smoke rolling in, so I kind of think. Oh, you're nauseous? Yeah, you know what? I'm I've been kind of nauseous. I'm, anyway, I'm feeling that right now too, huh? Pretty so. crazy weather up north. Hope everybody's safe, especially if you're listening up here and you're up north or have family who are in the Panhandle. Yeah, it's I remember when the fires hit. What was it? 2017 or 2018 or so? I read a. Gosh, I mean, it It just flat out made me cry. I read an article in Texas Monthly. It was rough about uh, some guys who lost their lives trying to save cattle or just mm, I remember just that. trying to get out of there. You know, so uh, it just makes me think to that same time. I don't know what they're facing up there, but well, it was really bad then. Um, she said, I don't know where she found this, 250,000 acres so far. Jeez. In 28 hours. Uh, they said it's about two football fields per second. That's a that's just unfathomable how fast that's moving. So and something something you probably don't think about too much. You know, think about um, your local linemen when they're called out for stuff like this because they're going to be called out, and so they're putting their lives at risk along with a lot of other folks. Anyway, Anywho's. that's that's what I learned. That's what I learned is 
fire is scary, especially up in the panhandle when you've got wind like we had today. That'll do it for us. <laughs> 23 personal podcast. Y'all take it easy. Uh, stay safe out there. Um, we will be back next time for another episode of the 23 personal podcast, getting you ready for the next basketball letdown. Just getting instant reaction. Um, we'll recap the Gardner web series, let you know how that was taking the family out to that, but that'll do it for us for Michael. I'm Spencer. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.